You know, once alarming beeping enters the chat, it's gonna be crazy. That's like the most confusing way to kick this episode off for anybody who wasn't on this recording before you hit record, which is quite literally everyone except for us. Yeah. Do you feel left out, listeners? <laughs> kind of weird. <laughs> like, carrot are you trying to dangle? What? <laughs> they want to know about the beeping. They don't. There's nothing no. to know. She just beeped when she hit record. Like like I was NASA launching a rocket, but it was just me hitting record on the podcast. Sometimes when I'm reading about cats um, in books, they describe the cats as making a beeping noise. I feel like what? they might have done that and we could be so good. So, you, know, you, you ever heard a cat beep? No. Sometimes, so cats make a lot of weird noises. My cat in particular, he's Siamese, and Siamese cats talk mm. a lot. Um, so he talks constantly. Anytime you go outside, he has things to say. Hmm. And it's always weird and new and exciting noises. And sometimes they really do sound like beeps. He'll be like, eh. And you're like, oh, what does that mean? I don't know. Uh, how did we get here? Oh, you were beeping. I just think it's w- funny when cats I was are described like as cat. beeping. Or they chirp. I Chirping, I have heard that before. Beeping, I don't... I guess I just never, like, noticed anyone saying that about cats. I'll have to keep an eye out. I just do sometimes because my cat beeps occasionally and it mm. makes me laugh. Because I'm like, that is how you would describe that noise. You weird, weird little animal. You sad, strange little man. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> well, we shan't delay because we're tired what us tired i'm sure we say that every episode and somebody listening is like why don't you just record at a different time of day yeah it doesn't work like that <laughs> it's just so hard because i'm like my family's either being loud or like there are other things happening and i'm like i don't want to deal with that and then like on the weekend you just want to be lazy so then we end up here at 9 p.m on a sunday night and my eyelids keep keep not wanting to reopen. Fair. Not to mention, I'm going to be so real. Keeping it real today, listeners. Ooh, we're keeping- no matter what time of day we recorded, I would probably be sleepy. That is so true. I just love sleeping. I'm just I love sleepy all the time. Yeah. I just... There's something so real about sleeping. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love I it so much. You ever think about what the first person to ever go to sleep must have thought? It'd be terrifying, honestly. Because sometimes when I'm falling asleep, I'm like, what if I'm dying? You ever have that? You're like, what if I just don't wake up? No. Okay, well, sometimes... <laughs> I can't wait to go to sleep <laughs> now. Oh, no. I don't know. Sometimes I get, like, a weird... I'm like, well... It makes me think of, like, the prayer that I used to say all the time as a kid. The the little ending was like, and if I die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul shall take. God. Yeah. <laughs> Dark. Um, Dark. I mean, reasonable that you would be like, if I die in my sleep. I mean, yeah. Hope I see you, but, like. <laughs> Dark nonetheless. Dark nonetheless. Yeah. Well, here we are. Romancer TBR. Here we are indeed. I was trying to find, I really feel like there was a funny where I just finished, well, actually, let's just jump into it, shall we? Hell yeah. TBR Tuesday, because I I just finished, um, We Could Be So Good. Yes, you did. Um, which I won't talk too much about because you've talked about it before. Mm -hmm. Um, and also, it was for, uh, my Fable book club, so if Mm -hmm. you really want my thoughts. I saw your little updates, I was like, ha ha. I never have anything super insightful to say in those, because Mm -hmm. I- I don't tend to have insightful thoughts until the end and I can Mm. kind of reflect back, but I want to like keep people posted Mm -hmm. as I'm reading because that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. So my updates are always just kind of like, wow, I love him. (laughs) You, you reference some person, historical writer person. Um, there's a a book throughout that Mary Reynolds, is that what you're Mm -hmm. thinking of? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was impressive. Well, so I've read, so throughout the book, they reference um, this book that uh, a book 
book reviewer that works at the uh, news, mm, whatever. Oh, that one, yeah. That he like leaves a, a galley copy of, mm-hmm. and the whole thing he's like, is I don't that read it. he's like, I don't want to read like Kill Your Gaze essentially because mm-hmm. all of the queer books they have to be miserable or mm-hmm. dead at the end because it's America in the fifties. Um, and the guy is like, this one's not like that, but he doesn't believe him until Andy mm-hmm. reads it and is essentially like, I mean, they're not like super happy, but they're not unhappy either. Um, and I was like, Mary Reynolds. I didn't know that she had written, like, World War One era historical fiction, because I read her Alexander the Great historical fiction, mm. and it was gay, but not over- over- overtly. Gotcha. It very much reads as, like, they're in love, but we're not really going to talk about mm. it that much. Because, like, you know, Alexander the Great was most definitely gay. Speaking of which, this is not related to the topic at hand. However, I just need everyone to know that I found a t-shirt on Mm. TikTok that I'm definitely going to be purchasing at some point. That it's like the Alexander the Great World Tour. Like it's a tour style t-shirt. Like rock and roll. And on the back, (laughs) it's got a list of all the cities he conquers. But then any of them that aren't already called Alexandria, it's scratched out and renamed <laughs> Alexandria. That's funny. I'm really excited about Do it. Do you have like a fascination with Alexander the Great? I just really like Alexander the Great. Huh. I, I was a classics minor. Mm-hmm. And that was, I read. He conquered your love. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I just think he's neat. <laughs> I mean, he sure did conquer a lot of places and rename them after himself. I used to know a lot more about him, and I've forgotten most of it. But that was a really good historical fiction. So, Mary Reynolds would recommend. I've got a bunch of her other... She wrote a bunch of, like, ancient Greek and Roman historical fiction. And I need to read them. Anyway, what was I going with that? Oh, I was trying to find the ebook of We Could Be So Good Mm. because... There's a cat in that one, and there's at least once where I'm pretty sure Cat Sebastian uses a funny, like, beep or something like that mm. to describe the noise that that stupid cat makes. That cat was adorable. I love that stupid cat. Mm. It's Mm-mm. fine. We'll come back to it if I can. It's not available at my library. I was going to say, yeah, I, I looked, I was, because I wanted to search it for the Speak Now pairing, and then I just had to get my physical copy. Yep. It's... <sighs> The, not on script either oh well. it sucks i know every book that i wanted to search for those pairings that i couldn't access i was like well sucks to suck indeed indeed because i'm not gonna like place a hold i wish it's you could fine. like search an audiobook and then it would just bring you to the the time when they say the word it would take a lot longer but it would be very useful in my my Twid. experience Twid. mm-hmm well, if anybody knows what I'm talking about, if they're like, oh, yeah. I don't know if it's beep, but it's something like that. Beep. Interesting. Well, if I reread via audio, I shall let you know. I really liked the audiobook. I liked the narrators a lot. I just can't handle third present, especially in audio, so I had to read it physically. But either way, great book. I love it so much. Mm. Well... I, it was so long ago. Um, I read Business or Pleasure by Rachel Lynn Solomon. I think, is that, I think it's coming out on the 11th or it's already come out. I, I think it's already out. Well, I, today, the fourth, when this maybe. goes live, it's, it's the 11th. Either way. You're right. By the time it goes it's live. Because I pre-ordered, did I, maybe, was it really that long ago that I pre-ordered it? Because I just pre-ordered it. Like, the day before, you could stop and you couldn't pre-order anymore. So, it must have been – I think it came out this past Tuesday because I pre-ordered it Monday night when I saw the Ripped Bodice thing because she's going to sign them. Um, the She was going the week of her promo and stuff. Um, so, that one was great. I had the audiobook from uh, PRH, so I read it, you know, a while ago. But the one night – so, like, the entire premise is just, like, sex lessons. Um because he is like a child was he a child actor he was just, he's some star it was it's kind of like a uh, teen wolf um so like he's like the style stalinsky character of like this like teen wolf show this like wolf show and then they're like grown up so then you know he's dealing with kind of being like a b to like sometimes maybe an a-list celebrity um 
And then she is the going to be, I think, the ghostwriter of his memoir. And they have, he like shows up at a bookstore that she's at and um, they like hit it off and they go and have a one night stand. It is the most awkward jaw dropping. My God, what did I even write? It was like hot and he like said hot and ready. Like it, little Caesars up in this bitch. It was, yeah, literally there, there was so much lube. It was hot and ready. It was insane. I hadn't read the back of this book before I started it. And I was like, okay, okay, he's going to be the hero because he's getting a lot of, like, character description. This makes a lot of sense. And then that happens. And I was like, holy, no, this kid, like, he cannot be redeemed. Like, that is not possible. He is, ee. And then, and then I still didn't go back to read the summary. I was like, why ruin a good thing? Um, and then turns out that he was, he gave her a fake name. He was indeed the celebrity and she has to write his memoir. And sweet Jesus, the work that that man did to redeem himself, like I did not, I did not think it would, it would work, but it did. It's my favorite of her books now. Like I, well, especially her adult stuff. I don't know if it, like, I mean, I, you can't even compare it to today, tomorrow, today, tomorrow, tonight, today. I don't, whatever the fuck that book's called. It's the blue one. <laughs> I have no, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so those are my two favorite from her, but this one was just, it was like a pure rom-com in the purest sense of the word. Like it went back to the roots. It was so good. The audiobook was great. The narrator was fantastic. Um, I loved it so much and it really gave style Stilinski fan fiction vibes. And I adore that because I sure love styles. So I had a great time and my jaw was on the floor. Like, Whatever I say, you're not ready. You're not hot and ready for that chapter. But, <laughs> like, ooh. Ooh, and he was so upset. He thought he was so good at sex. <laughs> and then he texts all of his past girlfriends. And he's like, was I that bad? And they were like, yeah. And he's like, oh, no. He's like, please teach me. Oh, God. Giving... That one delivered on the sex lessons. It really did. It's giving to love and to loathe. Mm. Mm-hmm. Where he's like the notorious rake. Yeah. And so she agrees and he's to like, sleep with him and he's so bad. Whatever. Like, she's like, what is going Like, wh- why are you so terrible yeah. at this? And he's yeah. like, what? Yeah. Oh, I love when they're shocked. Mm hmm. We there's actually, another... I do think there should be more bad sex. Yeah, and... well, there's, I think it's a, a wicked bargain with a rake, rogue, something. Um, by Megan Frampton. It's like a mahogany, like brownish cover. Um, it's in her Hazards of Duke series, I think. He is also he thinks he's great, and he is not. Um, and it, that the vaguest memory I have, sure, but it's in that one too. So we've got three. I just think there should be how more bad sex. There's the yeah. uh, how to win a wallflower. It's not Ooh. bad exactly, but they're mm-hmm. like first time having sex isn't very good. And it's yeah. just kind of presented as, like, a normal, like, it's not going to be great the first time. And mm-hmm. I actually really liked that. I thought it – and it was, like, very, like, tender emotionally. Like, it worked. It wasn't uncomfortable. But it was, mm-hmm. like, oh, that's, like, very realistic. <laughs> I know. I, I I like when that happens. Like, um, there's also The Duchess War by Courtney Milan. Um, I think – was he – I can't remember if – I think he was just really bad at sex. Um <laughs> I think that's what it really is. I can't remember if he was like a... Yeah, he was a virgin. So, Mm. one, he was a virgin. So, I mean, I guess that explains it. But he thought the first time that they had sex was great. And it was not. And she was like... Yeah. Because he was like, holy shit. (laughs) That's what the poets write about, guys. (laughs) I understand now. I am part of the 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 knowledgeable. And that's also Eloisa James's uh, Rapunzel one. Mm. Oh... I think he he was also a virgin. They were both virgins. And it hurt so bad for her. Um, and he was just on cloud nine. And <laughs> they... Because, like, they got married, like, super fast. And it was, like, crazy chemistry. He played the cello or she played it. Someone played a cello. And then, like... <laughs> and then they had sex. And she was like, I am never doing that again. She, like, locks herself in the tower. He is distraught. It was... I, honestly, I didn't even like the book. But it was hilarious 
because it was so bad. So apparently that's that we know a lot about that one. Uh, Once Upon a Tower is mm-hmm. is that one. But <laughs> it's so fun. Just the, the horror that they feel when they're like, you're not satisfied? Like, what? What? Mm. As okay. they should. As they should, yes. And and that one, she doesn't really tell him. She just, like, I think she just, like, shuts down and just escapes. <laughs> and he's very confused. But I think most of the other ones, like, they're, like, actively like, hey, <laughs> you need some work. So. So that was that was mine. Got some notes for you. Yeah, big Diana. Oh, she like wrote him like a syllabus in <laughs> business or pleasure. I think like she had like a full, like she she was invested. It's giving the kiss quotient. Yeah, that's another one of my favorite sex lessons books. Yeah, the kiss I need quotient, to reread it. God, that book hits every note. Uh-huh. I. Uh. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's fine. Helen Huang, I will read anything you write, and it will own me. Um, let's see. Um, I'm trying to look at, like, what I read in July that isn't something we already discussed. I know. It was daunting for this episode because we haven't done, like, a normal... I'll throw out... I I won't really talk about it because I know we're planning on doing a full episode about it, but I did read Queen Bee. Oh, yeah. Um, by Emily Howard. Mm -hmm. I don't really care for YA most of the time, but Mm -hmm. I'll take a YA historical... Um, and I think that one was really mm-hmm. fun. Like, I'm it quite literally, it's just like a vibe. It is honestly. Like, go get your revenge, girl. Make her suffer. Make him honestly, suffer. Yeah, because when like, you start, you're like, does she really deserve? Like, is she yeah. just kind of a mean girl? Does she deserve? And then you're like, oh, yeah. It gave me everything. Like, it was. It was. I love that book. Um. Because, yeah, I love when the YA and the historical, like, intersect. And I'm like, oh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> das Otto. That's good soup. Oh, that's a, that's a throwback <laughs> meme. Um, uh, but uh, I guess that doesn't really count as my submission. Speaking of good soup, uh, <laughs> I did read The Seven Year Slip. My in-person uh-huh. book club uh, mm. picked that for our July book and the audiobook came in and i was like i Mm. guess i'll read it way early Mm. (laughs) because normally even for my own book clubs i'm reading them the night before i'd read that one the night before and after (laughs) and every i love that book so much i know you do it didn't hit for me the way it did for you but that's okay i think Mm -hmm. ashley poston's writing is just not for me Mm. Or not, not, not for me. Like, I didn't, I gave it four stars. Because you, did you get three stars to the Dead Romantics? Yeah, I didn't care for that one. Um, I think part of it is just, it does that thing that most contemporary romances do, where it, it uses, like, too many contemporary references for me. She does that a lot, yeah. tries to be, like, funny, and I'm like, ah, your humor and mine does not align. It's fine. I I gave it four stars. It was more, like, the romance itself was not something that I was like, oh, yes, the best romance Mm -hmm. ever, but I think that the time travel aspect was done really interesting. Yeah, have you seen The Lake House? No. Uh Aha. It's based on The Lake House, which is Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock, and it's that movie is crazy. It's time slip too. So basically, like, he gets a house, she has a house in two different time periods. They like write letters back and forth, and then their like presents merge. And so, and then the Dead Romantics was just like heaven, kind of by uh, with Reese Witherspoon and Mark Ruffalo. Um, so like two. If you like those movies, those books. Okay. Well, I've not seen either of those. Yeah. Um, probably will not be watching them but I thought it was an interesting it did not go the direction that Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to go um in a good way I was kind of worried about it and then yeah it was lower angst than I thought it was gonna be it was lower angst um and I just thought it was kind of a fascinating vehicle for looking at like processing grief yeah so that's I think where most of my enjoyment of it came from I think it was I think the grief aspect was really well done, which mm-hmm. I think makes sense when you read her author's note. She was experiencing a loss yeah. during the rewrites for the book, and you can, I think, see that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, one of the better contemporary. I mean, like I said, I I feel like I 
did not accurately describe i gave it four stars like Mm -hmm. it was a good book i enjoyed it um the romance was sweet i loved his southern accent in the audiobook oh see i didn't oh i loved it i I guess i am from the south it's like i I do not hear it often so it worked for me yeah that's okay um Mm. uh my next one is Her Good Side by Rebecca Weatherspoon. It's a YA. Again, I read this one so long ago. When did I even read that? It was June 2nd. So pardon my memory. Um, But I really liked this one because I feel like I've read a lot of like contemporary like YAs like, you know, throughout my life and especially like recently and stuff. And um, there's definitely, like, I think I saw this on Twitter, too. There's a there's a marked shift of kind of, like, aging up YAs. And, like, there's a lot of, like, sex talk in them now, which I think is good. Like, there are different, like, things, you know. Be, when you're a young person reading, I it's good to have a, a range. But I think nowadays it's really rare to find, like, an older, like, YA characters who are still, like, very inexperienced and, like, very, like, innocent. And this one, I think, did it really well, like – they were both super awkward. Um, she had never even had a first kiss. Um, she like had a huge crush on this guy, asked him to the dance. He was like, absolutely no way sailor. Like I, I can't, I can't do it. You're just too, you're too innocent. And then the hero um, suddenly like he had like a glow up over the summer. So he got really hot and he had previously like been a nerd. So he didn't know, like he had, had no experience with girls. He had no clue what to do he was kind of a lackluster boyfriend to her friends. Like they had started dating like half, like a little bit into the book. The friend is kind of like, uh, he is cute, but not a lot going on. Um, And so then they start fake dating to like figure out how to actually date someone and like be, a, I don't know, experience or whatever. Um, And so I just thought it was really nice to kind of like take it back a little bit and like, experience some of the more innocence of YA I've just read a lot recently which again I think it's a good thing I just remember like when I was reading YA like when I was a YA um there was like no sex or any like talks of it or anything and I feel like four out of five now that I read are like the one characters at least already had sex one whatever so it's just interesting to compare um, but it was really cute. The audiobook was really good, and um, I will definitely reread it at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I read Someday My Duke Will Come by Christina Britton, which I've been sitting on mm. for a, approximately Oh, that's a going in my speech now. I know. <laughs> it probably will make it into mine, although I don't think it'll be the same as yours. I have a feeling I know what, at least I have a couple of options that I feel like you would rank it before mm-hmm. the one that I picked. So I'm, I'm hoping we have different, it'll be fine. Um, I still have the last book in that series to read, but I've read Ooh. all the other. Wreck my heart. Why don't I've you, Christina? I've been sitting on these Jeez. latter two because I, I mean, I read the um, Sinful Spinsters. Uh, yeah. The. So the these three the green and the pink, yeah the mm-hmm. the three Isle of Sin books. Someday my Duke will come is the second, um, and I cannot for the life of me remember the titles of the others, but they're related to dukes. Uh, it's the one Mulan song, a Duke worth fighting for, is book three. Sure, um, yeah, that's horrible. I, and the red is the first one, and it's Peter and Lenora, but I don't remember mm-hmm. what the title is. It doesn't matter. Not the point is that's that trilogy, and then. The second book will have come out today when this episode is out. Um, I have to read that still. It is very good. Um, Some dudes have all the luck. There we go, is the first one. And Mm -hmm. then what's a duke got to do with it will have just come out. And those are like spinoffs of this. So it's on the same island and you see some of the characters. I actually, I, so I've read those. And then Mm -hmm. in Someday My Duke Will Come, you have Lady Tesh, who like is in all of the books. Um, Mm -hmm. And, oh my god, I literally just read this, why can I not remember her name? Our main character, Clara, is like, uh, you know, you'll you'll need a companion, trying to, like, imply that maybe she could still be the companion, and Lady Tesh mm-hmm. is like, oh no, don't worry about it, uh, I've got a girl picked out, Katrina Dunby, she's on the way. And I, of course, have read Katrina's book, which is the one that just uh... came out, and so I was like, ah, 
<laughs> I know her. Um, <laughs> it brought me a lot of joy. Um, it was fun. I like. I I really like the Isle of Sin as mm-hmm. her writing. A location. Writing the heartstrings every time. Yeah, it was. Well, I had read it because she was ruined. Um, although you don't know until later in the book what precisely mm-hmm. happened, and I was like, oof. It was rougher than I was expecting it to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh, I was going to say, I put this one and the last one on hold for so long, even though mm-hmm. I read the first one a million years ago, because it, they don't have audiobooks. Uh, um, I know. Ripped my heart out, not having an audiobook, and just reading the book. Tragique. I think I I think I gave that book four stars when I first read it, because I like took like a huge gap. Like I read like the first half took a break, read other things just for, like, reasons that I don't remember. And then, like, I picked it back up. Um, So I don't think the end hit as much as it should have because I reread the second half. I was like, oh, my God. So I bumped it up to five stars. I was like, I... Weeping. Epilogue. Weeping. So I also read half of that in this time frame. Um, well, I've already talked about, so I read the entire, the London trilogy series. Um, like I said, Private Arrangements is coming up in Speak Now. We talked about it a little bit, um, for our- That's one of mine that I just read as well. Yeah, for our, like, Speak Now moment. So I won't talk about it besides the fact that I love it. Um, and the fact that she should have shoved that wedding ring up herself. I will be fascinated when you read Ravishing the Heiress. Yeah. The whole time I was reading Private Arrangements, I was like, this is a, they're different relationship Mm -hmm. dynamics, but a very similar premise in the sense Mm -hmm. that it's a marriage that is not a marriage in truth that now could potentially be coming to an end, at least the way Mm -hmm. that it has been. And Mm -hmm. they have to work on producing an heir. Mm-hmm. So there's that, like, forced intimacy aspect. But again, very different, like, relationship dynamics. Because private arrangements, they hate each other. And Ravishing the Heiress, she's just been secretly pining for him for years. Mm-hmm. And I preferred Ravishing the Heiress. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a more interesting relationship arc then. I mean, I loved private arrangements also. But the whole time I was reading private arrangements, I was like, I liked Ravishing the Heiress better. And I, I mean, knowing us, you'll be the opposite. That has a good chance of happening. You'll probably that has a great chance of happening. Yeah, I mean, I was on the verge of like four or five stars. Like I was on the verge of like four stars for a lot of the book, and then like the end, I really liked. Um, it, it just, it was not what I was expecting because I, I anticipated like that I was going to hate it. His at night, though, the third one in that series, vehemently disapprove of, and it started off so good. And then it just got so goddamn long. But one character from the one she's technically like engaged to in book two is the hero's brother in book three. Um, so it was nice seeing him. And like, I, I liked like parts of the book, but as a whole, Luckiest Lady in London is still my favorite of that series, I think. And then Pride Arrangement. So it goes in order. Um, then his at night. But I have Ravishing the Heiress, and I think I have the entire series that I got on in the audible sale or on trip or something so time they will come um and i guess that was enough of a talk to go to you again it was supposed to be short but look at us Eh. uh so private arrangements um i read to catch a raven by beverly Mm. jenkins which rounds out my women who dare Mm -hmm. series read i wouldn't call it a favorite of hers i still give it four stars Mm -hmm. i have some others of hers that i prefer um I think I was a little disappointed in the heist. I think that was my main... Like, yeah, I was really invested in the relationship. The heist yeah. I really didn't care about. <laughs> well, and it's because she didn't give you anything to care about. It was like, they have yeah. to go on this quest, to, or not quest, they have this mission, they have to get it back, and it just kind of works out every step of the way. Yeah. So I, I was looking for more, like, difficulty that they would have to overcome, mm. and there was very little, they just went... So Everything that, went according to plan, and then they got out of there, and I was like, oh, where was the heist? Beverly, I know that you can write a heist. Maybe it was um, just maybe it was just a little treat, a little snack. She's like, I know what you got to bend through, all of these kidnappings. This is just a little treat. He's just going to pamper her and bathe her and give her massages and spoil her, and, and then it's just going to all work out. 
I mean, it was fine. The relationship was good. Uh, the villains did be villain in only to get really mm-hmm. some some not great ends. Um, not great in the sense that they deserve them. Uh, and there was an axe murder that you find out about. <laughs> and you're like, oh! <laughs> like, it was... It was foreshadowed. You saw Beverly's it still Beverly. It's still happened. Beverly's still Beverly. Um, Just in the background. Yeah. I was like, okay, sure. I did mm-hmm. appreciate uh, Juliana Levesque pulling up. I was like, hey, queen. Mm-hmm. Missed you. Love you. She was like, let me take it. Great to see you again. <laughs> um, she's an icon. She's a legend. She. And she the is moment. the moment. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a vibe. It again wasn't a favorite, but it was a vibe. Nice. What else do I have here? I've already read that series. I don't feel like talking about it. Um, 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 um I read The Duke Gets Desperate by Diana Quincy. It was an arc. It comes out September twenty-sixth, so it's in a while. So I won't say too much about it. Um, but basically like he, he's been like Dis, not I guess disinherited like twice like his father died and uh, so he's obviously a duke his father the duke died left everything or like left the castle to his like new wife so the hero was like miffed about it but he's like okay when she dies I will get it like that was like understood um so he like had the surrounding lands and then she had the castle and then she dies, starts out at her funeral, and then you find out that he was also not given it this time around. He is angry about it. He's a wee bit dickish about it, but it, it, it worked. Uh, yeah. Um, and so then you find out that the um, the second wife like gave the castle to the heroine. She had no clue it was coming. She was like in business with her family. Um, her brother was like trying to like force it out of the business so then she like went to this funeral and realized she now has a castle and he since he has the lands and she has the castle they it's like a symbiotic relationship because all of the money the castle would make would be from the lands stuff like that and so they have to like work together um he wants to buy it but he doesn't have the money it's it's a whole thing um and they just hate each other but they're so attracted to each other there's a scene that like they're just like making out, but they're so angry about it. And it lives in my mind. Like Mr. and Ms. Mrs. Smith energy. Like it just they were so angry. But it was it was hot. It was good. It, like it just really um it was just a really good story, I thought. Um and whenever there's like the forced cohabitation of like the castle and all that, there was like a good drunk scene. It was just it was so fun. Um, is a little angsty at the end. He was down so bad. I loved it. Mm. Mm. So yeah, mark your list for September. I had a marvelous time. Um, yeah, I think I guess I said um like I was gonna keep talking. I don't have any more words. Call me Ariel. <laughs> I have no words. So true. I just before this call was like, I have to stop saying that phrase because I've said it so many times. Like, it's not funny anymore. And I just keep saying it. And yet here we are. Here we are. Um. Anyway, the last one I've got, because honest to God, I don't feel like going back to my June reads. Um. So we're just Respect sticking with Respect July. Uh, I read Knockout mm. by Sarah McLean, which comes out at the end of August. Listen. I understand that especially these later Sarah McLeans are not for all historical romance readers. Some folks just don't vibe with, like, the really overt, aggressive, is, like, take down the power. Which is funny because I vibe with these more than I like her old ones. Sure. And so. uh, there are, I, I was just recently having a discussion with people that were like, mm, that's too... Because like- I, I saw so many people hating on Bombshell. And I'm like, do we read the same book? Because he fucks. He's hot. Caleb Most Calhoun? of the ones that I see are just that it's mm. not as interesting as the more kind of subtle um, I guess, yeah. historicals, which, uh, you know, if that's what you're here for, peace and love. I love that for you. I love a good subtle historical mm-hmm. as well. However, 
do I eat up a secret mm. society of ladies carrying out vigilante justice? Yes, I do. I'm a wild Winchester stand in my core. That's not ladies, but, you know. Vibes. Um, Vibes. I, I, listen, listen. The oh, dynamic, listening. the dynamic of just a little chaos goblin and a starchy detective who is so obsessed with said chaos goblin but also is so stressed about it. Yeah. And he's like kind of mad but is also like I will put my life on the line. And god forbid you. you put your life on the line. That is the most like that is the worst thing That'll that you could ever him do. Off so bad. He got so he was like what the hell are you doing? And then he got angry at side character. He was like you let her do this or like Ugh. he's like oh my god. <laughs> They're like, we didn't know. And he's like, I will like, murder everyone here. Like, if she gets hurt, I will kill you so hard. Um, mm. And he, I, he, mm. I was picturing him as the detective from Miss Scarlet and the Duke. Except the detective in that show is Scottish. And that did kind of throw me off because I had to stop. I kept hearing that guy talk. Mm. And I was like, wait, he's not Scottish. Let me imagine Mary Jane Wells' voice doing the voice that she did for him in the audiobooks. Yeah. Which was a whole thing. However, mm, mm. Detective Inspector Thomas Peck would have a great day if I had anything to say. If I ever ran into Detective Inspector Thomas Peck, he would have a fantastic day. Let well, me tell you. would have a terrible day because Imogen would blow you up. That's true. That's true. Um, she would not hesitate. But maybe, maybe you'd have a, a great, like, hour before maybe she well was, like, tommy would never let's yeah, be real he would not he would not there's not a chance he already didn't realize how into him yeah. everyone is he's like i don't know i have the objective idea like i guess i'm attractive i love she's like happens. i want to eat you whole <laughs> um i have nothing i have nothing i the vibes it's were one great. you can't really talk about because everyone needs to experience it for the first time. It's hard. Yeah, it's got that good, like... It's also just so chaotically, like, the things that happen, you couldn't, it's like... It's unhinged. There's a, a million dollars in a brothel where I was like, I, that's what? Like, what? like, for a million dollars, I would never have guessed that yeah. anything that was coming in that. I was like, what the... That was wild. Huh? It was big ACAB energy. Mm-hmm. Which you don't expect because he's a detective. Like... Mm-hmm. There's a mystery. And then, and then, and then you get to the teaser for book four. Oh, God, yeah. Mm, I am so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big Imogen Loveless stand over here. Mm -hmm. Um, mm. Every time there was a sentence that was like Detective Inspector Thomas Peck. I was having a very bad day. I was like, <laughs> that's a direct quote. <laughs> that's exactly what I sounded like. It was a, it was a good book. The only thing I didn't like was that he was really caught up on the class difference. Um, he got over it. It, it took him a while. Eh. But it, that's never my favorite trope. Um, that one that, that always grates on me. So like, but I still give it five. I mean, it was still a great book. Um... Yeah, there were just so many parts of that book that were just so unexpected. So, wonderful. Um, I think I talked about it. I think I ended up cutting it from the episode. Just because it was a super long episode. But I read An Earl to Remember by Stacey Reed. Um, maybe I left it in. It's basically like, if you wanted to write a book for me, write this book. And be <laughs> Stacey Reed. Because the two things, Overboard and Stacey Reed together... Are like my like hundred percent my hopes, dreams, wishes. Like if I had a genie, all three wishes would go to this. Like sorry, world peace. It's an Earl to remember by Stacey Reed. Like it is the book. And the funny thing is, is that I love Overboard so much. We all know this. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing was reading some reviews. People were like, "What the hell? Like why is he so? Why is he so? Like why is he so bad?" I'm like, just girls who get it get it. And girls who don't, don't. And that is my official statement. Because it was perfect. It was so good. It was so hot. It just, it was so perfect. I, ugh. 
again, it's just overboard. He is a nasty Earl. He's like having a gonna have a threesome. He thinks she's in on the threesome. She's the caterer on his like houseboat. Um, he has a horrible mistress. She pushes him off the boat. He gets amnesia. She like rescues him, and she's like, <laughs> the funny thing is that in the movie he like takes Goldie Hawn as like a little bit of revenge but like in the book because they like they like made out like once like he like thought she was in on this threesome and she was kind of like I mean he's hot but like I'm not but also um so he has the only thing he remembers is when he sees her is that they like had a passionate affair Uh, it didn't go any farther than that but in his mind he like knows what she feels and tastes like so he's like I know her I have had intimate knowledge of her and so she's immediately ruined She's immediate. She's like, I like you. I'm. That's not me. Like I, you don't know me. And he's like, No, actually, I know. I know you. Like I don't know much, but I know you. And so she has to like claim him as her as like her husband. That like they got married like super fast because um she'd be ruined like otherwise. So I thought that was really fun. It was just a really great book. I eat up amnesia. So I know no surprises there i just was like this was like one of my most anticipated reads for the year um and it delivered boy did it deliver so mm, mm. <laughs> that's all i've got like and like the food content oh and then she's got like the little she's got her, her siblings so then uh yeah and then he cooks for her it's a whole thing so when is that out I don't even know. It's out in my heart. August twenty second. So go for it. The same as knockout. Ah, what a great day! What a great day. August twenty second is gonna be. Hmm. Yeah, I love that book so much. Stacy, she's her writing. Uh, I love it. And I guess I am, I am like you say, you don't have any. You don't have any more. No. Do you? No. Nice. Let me see if I do. <laughs> Unplug my phone. Beepity boop, 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 boop. Ooh. Bibbity boop, but if it were just scat jazz. <laughs> um, Wait, that would I, actually kind of hit. Somebody who can do scat. I was like, I can't. You I don't even Bibbity boppity boo for us. Um, I read A Lady for a Duke, which is hmm. great. Um, I'll be talking about it more in a future episode, so I don't need to talk about it now. You've already talked about it, but it was so good. Um, so I read that one. That one was on my TBR for ages. Um, I did read the first three Maiden Lanes that I hadn't read. Um, Wicked Intentions, Notorious Pleasures, and Scandalous Desires. Of the three, Wicked Intentions is my favorite. Um, of those, I really enjoyed that one. It's a fun book. It, it was really fun. It's wild. It was. It was wild. I the just, third act of that book is actually insane there's no reason for that to happen it's an it i i was like whoa it's also one of my favorite examples of the like the historical romance hero who's like oh i'm like i have these dark twisted sexual proclivities and then it's just the most ba- he's like I mean, in his defense, he is touch-averse, so that adds yeah. a layer to it. But for the most part, it's just that he likes to tie up and blindfold his partners. Mm-hmm. And it's like, my dude, that's just bondage. Like, Yeah. And then, unfortunately, people are being murdered in that fashion, and he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's um, rough for him. That's really rough but for him. I think, I think my favorite part was, was – it was a great – this isn't even – it was just a great murder mystery. I was like, what the fuck is yeah. happening? But – um. I just love how he was so uninterested in love until he found her. And then he was just so hurt at the end. Like it was, he was just so like, he was down so bad, but he like stood up for himself. It's like, I deserve it. Character. it Lazarus. Lazarus. <laughs> Lazarus. Well, cause then he shows up um, in, I think it's that Duke of sin, the crazy one I read for the Valentine episode. Cause his name is Valentine Napier. Whoa um lazarus shows up so i had read duke of sin before this one because the heroine of that has some connection to that family um my review of duke of sin well shit um i mean that stands what a crazy book um i mean yeah 
I everything that I've learned about Maiden Lane because I've only read the first one, but everything which I is not Maiden Lane is like, huh? Honestly, because then like this number two could have technically worked for like our like like a love triangle situation, but I didn't mm-hmm. enjoy it as much. Um, Scandalous Desires was the charming charming Mickey, mm, the River Pirate, yes. the River Pirate. It was an interesting book. It wasn't my favorite. Um, I actually will just never recover from his character introduction. The introduction hit so hard. There was, we've, I must, I don't remember if you left it in whatever episode we were discussing. No, it's in the, it's in the bonus episode. Okay, so if you're subscribed to the newsletter, you can listen (laughs) to our entire unedited Um, rambling. So we don't have to talk about it now, but Jesus Christ, nothing hit me. That smacked me across the face. There's no reason for Elizabeth to have written that. No. Because then I, like, because like I said, I think in our last episode, like, I saw that character. She was happily married. I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. cute. And then he was bad at sex. I was like, oh, I understand now. Right, I, I see die. how this all is sure. going to start. Marked for death, if you Marked will. for death. Because he won't go down on her, so. In the daylight hours. And wouldn't go down on her. Like, it, I mean, don't do that if you want to stay alive, I guess. Um... So, like, the setup, I think, was just, it, like, the book itself was it was very good. I, I liked a lot of it. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I liked Ashraf McNabb's accent for him. It wasn't my favorite. And then the audiobook itself, I lost some steam because I was getting to their first sex scene. And then it just skipped over. Oh, right. Like, it, yeah, it was like, she was, like, feeling him up. And then it was just, like, they woke he woke up from a dream and she was next to him. And I'm like, did Elizabeth Hoyt give me closed door i was like what i was scandalized and then i was like i like rewound it i was like what am i missing so i listened to it again i was like no that's not right and then i kept listening i was like what like there was how are like they talked about having sex i was like huh and so i go to my my physical copy lo and behold they cut five pages of the sex scene and i was like where to go so i keep listening and then you get to a part where he's literally like pulling out of her or actually no he's staying inside of her and they're going to bed he's like i'm just gonna stay here it's fine um and then you and then and then the next scene cuts to the sex scene that was cut so then she's now just like feeling him up again they haven't had sex penis is not in that vagina and i'm like what is happening and then there was a dream that he had and then that dream is then pasted like at the end of it like that editor whoever edited that audiobook and it's been out for a long time now i don't know what happened but it kind of harshed the vibe a little bit. I was like, it was 4 a.m. I was so confused. And I was just like, oh, what is happening? We got there eventually. I just read it physically for that scene. And then I pieced it all together. But who knows? Um, yeah, crazy book. Crazy times were had. And if you listen to the audiobook, just know it ain't right. <laughs> it's not, it, it ain't correct uh so that happened and recently uh yeah okay so i read a nobleman's guide to seducing a scoundrel by kj charles again that's an arc i haven't written my review yet which sucks for me because that is daunting because like it's so hard to write book like reviews about books you love like it's just so hard and i finished it and i was like that was perfect that's all that's all i've got like it was just it was perfect yeah everything that happened in the country lives of sacred gentlemen was just like amplified like the romance like this one just like it it was just so good like the one character like i said it was like luke who is the 13 year old in secret lives of country gentlemen and then it's 13 years later so he's like 26 and then there's a what is he is he an Earl? Yeah, Earl. Um, so I went back and reread a part of um The Secret Lives of Country Gentlemen, and it like introduces like the characters of this book there. They're like the Ox he's like the Earl of Oxney, and they like come up in that one. Um and just like the relationship. Luke is he's scheming, and you don't know what his scheme is. And then like it gets revealed and things happen, and the apo- the groveling here was key. It was a really good grovel. Um it was just so good and it was hot i think it was hotter than book one the relationship hit harder for me i loved the like the heist of it like everything that they were doing it was just it was so good and i am terrified of writing a review which is okay i guess best position to be in i suppose 
Um, and then just the other one, the last one would be Diary of, Diary of an Accidental Wallflower by Jennifer McQuiston. Um, Jennifer McQuiston is an author that I have loved one of her books. It was What Happens in Scotland, another amnesia. They have a one night stand. She like wakes mm-hmm. up in his bed. Um, she proceeds to knock him out with a toilet because she's like, what the fuck happened? And then the entire day is them like piecing together what happened the night before. He didn't have amnesia until she hit him in the head. And then he had amnesia. Well, Cause it's just like, like they were like so drunk. So it was like, they're blackout. Right. Like what did we do when we were blackout? Um, and it, that book, Ooh, again, another, like if you were to write a book for me, it's that one. Um, so diary of an accidental wallflower. Um, she was like a, like a kind of a mean girl. Not really. He's a hot doctor. Um, she gets attacked by a goose, um, twists her ankle. So she's a wallflower. She has to stand in the wallflower line. And then the lady who's hosting the ball, um, her private doctor is there and she's like ailing. So he's there to like make sure she stays okay. Um, and so then he like checks on her ankle and they just, they fall in love throughout the book and it was really good. He was a hot, he was hot. He was a hot doctor. And I just really like the, the mean girl characters and seeing them um, and she it wasn't even really that mean she was just kind of like stuck up a little bit um and didn't think that she could ever lower herself to a mere doctor um but it was really fun and then her one of her sisters is the heroine of the next book um yeah it was, it was really good so that's all i got but expect more on the other books as i read them <laughs> and then that that's all Yep. We read, and that's all she wrote. Yep. Mm-hmm. I got nothing else. No. Currently reading Dreaming of You. Yep. I'm excited for that. Yep. For that episode, every like people keep swiping up on my Instagram, being like, "This is your first time." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it is." Well, there you have it. Go forth, listen to Dreaming of You, and stream Speak Now Taylor's version to prepare mm-hmm. for the next episode after mm-hmm. that. So long, farewell. Auf Wiedersehen, adieu. 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 (laughs) And you, and you. I just, you needed to finish that out. I had to finish. I needed to get to the rhyme. Mm Mm-hmm.